In this episode, I talk about the art of reading and how to read more books. Assalamualaikum and hi, welcome to episode 2 of Between the Pages. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about reading and um, also talking about how we can read more books. So I will start off by reading this, um, an excerpt from this book titled The Art of Reading, um, A Library of Art for Book Lovers by Guinevere de Lamar. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, it sounds French. So um, this is a little book. It's, which is basically a visual ode for to all things bookish. So it has a lot of art by contemporary art, um, typography, quotes, and um, and but there's also interspersed with essays by Maura Kelly, and Patchett and Gretchen Rubin. So um, I'm going to be reading this little essay called "Slow Books Manifesto" by Maura Kelly, and I I will read a few lines that I resonate with. And so here it goes. Everywhere you look these days, there's a new slow movement. Since 1989, when the activists behind the Slow Food Manifesto began calling on us to change the way we eat, arguing that meals that take time to prepare are better for our health, our world and our happiness than faster foods, the ideas have steadily gained power. In recent years, splinter groups like the Slow Beer Movement and the Slow Cocktail Movement have formed. In 2013, Emily Macha trumpeted an, an increasing trend among women to return to domesticity in her book, Homeward Bound, Why Women Are Embracing the New Domesticity. The effort unites a growing number of people interested in old-fashioned household activities like making their own jams and pickled vegetables. They do it both for fun and for a greater sense of control over what we eat, as Macha wrote. I'm all for efforts like these. But why so much emphasis on what goes into our mouths and so little on what goes into our minds? What about having fun while exerting greater control over what goes into your brain? Why hasn't a hip alliance emerged that's concerned about what happens to our intellectual health, our country and, yes, our happiness when we consume empty calorie entertainment? The Slow Food Manifesto lauds quiet pleasures as a means of opposing the universal folly of fast life, yet there's little that seems more foolish, loudly unpleasant and universal than the screens that blare in every corner of America. Fast entertainment, consumed mindlessly as we slump on the couch or do our morning commute, pickles our brains and our souls. That's why I'm calling for a slow books movement. In our leisure moments, whenever we have downtime, we should turn to literature, to works that took some time to write and will take some time to read, but will also stay with us longer than anything else. They'll help us unwind better than any electronic device, and they'll pleasurably sharpen our minds and identities too. Yeah, so I totally agree with what Maura Kelly said about slow books. Um, the slow books manifesto, you know, where in this day and age, picking a book to read seemed less exciting than going on social media and going on YouTube or Twitter or Instagram. So um, to that end, I, I would like to try and share some tips on how to read more books. I think there is an essay called 13 
13 Tips on How to Get More Reading Done by Gretchen Rubin in this book as well. Um, and all the, valid, all the points are valid and relevant. But I'll just like to perhaps break it down to the, just these three things that perhaps you could try out and practice on your own um, so that you can get more reading done. Because I've had some questions from friends and some people that says that how do you actually read more books and how do I get more, you know, how do I motivate myself to read more? How do I get interested in reading again? And, um, and I think um, perhaps these three tips could help. So the first thing that you could do is to actually choose a book that you really like and make sure that it's thin. So the size of the book must be manageable for you because I'm sure like reading thick books like, I don't know, like One Q84 by Haruki Murakami kind of thick, um, those kind of novels will put you off. So read a book that is um, thin, manageable size and make sure that it's something that you would definitely read. Um, don't be pressured to read a book that just because other people are reading, you don't, feel, don't have to feel obliged to read it. Choose something that you like, a topic that you like, or a genre that you really enjoy. Okay, make sure that interest is really important. So get started by reading, especially for reluctant readers. You got to start by reading something that you like and something that's thin enough. I think I would suggest short stories or um, maybe poetry. I think poetry is good because there are those selected poems kind of collection that is pretty thin and um, slim. So short stories or poetry would be good. Um, you know, those kind of slim novels. Um, yeah, so check that out. Just choose books that are thin and that are, that will interest you. And second point will be to, I think, goes back to discipline. So this will be very much dependent on your discipline. Okay, so the first thing you could do is just set aside some time to read. Um, perhaps for the reluctant ones, you can start out by five to ten minutes. Start with ten to five to ten minutes. Um, I don't think that's asking for too much in 24 hours a day. Just take five minutes to read a book. And um, I think it's scientifically proven as well as research-backed that if you read um, every single day consistently for a few minutes, you you will definitely improve in your intellectual ability. So that's why all schools, most schools um, do the silent reading thing, right? Every single day um, to just set aside a few minutes. And I, I could definitely vouch for this because last time when I was schooling, you know, previously when I was schooling, I have a lot of time to read leisurely. But when I'm working... And I started working, I feel like I, the, the consistency in my daily habit of reading has dwindled a lot. So I find myself, you know, feeling exhausted and too tired to even have the strength to open a book and read. Once I reach home, I just want to knock out, you know what I mean? So... To, but then I realized, you know, I, I realized that, you know, this is not, this is terrible. I have to start back on my reading habit of reading consistently. So I tell myself, no matter what, I have to set aside at least five to 10 minutes a day just to read. And this, this habit of consistently reading helps me and, and I'm back on track again. Um, and I really find this helpful for me. So disciplining myself, you got to discipline yourself to set aside a few minutes of your day to read. And I think second, the, and part of it is also um, how you can discipline yourself to read will be to bring a book everywhere you go. I think having a book in your sight will um, force you to actually pick that book up and read instead of, you know, like 
when I go out, when I'm commuting or when I'm waiting for a friend, instead of reaching inside my bag and picking, taking my phone out to go on my social media accounts, I would instead go and, you know, pick my book out because I feel like I've already bring, I've already brought the book out. It'll be, you know, a waste of if I don't read it. So yeah, having a book out, uh, bringing, bringing a book everywhere you go will definitely, I think for me at least, it helps me to actually um, read more. So, and last but not least, the final point, um, I think if you've exhausted option one, if you find that, you know, you've tried reading thin books and a book that you like, or option number two, where you've tried disciplining yourself, you've tried setting aside time, and you've actually tried bringing a book out to read, but you still find yourself not motivated to do reading, to do more reading, then I think what you need would be company. So find a book club, join a book club. Or if you can't find a book club that suits your interest, then open your own book club. You know, like find us, open a circle of friends. It doesn't have to be big. It just has to be, it just has to be you and one other person, like maybe pull in a sibling or a friend or something. And then, um, yeah, and then start reading together, like make it a point to read this particular book together. And then after that, you can, I don't know, discuss something about the book, a, a topic or characters that you enjoy reading about. So yeah, I think you need to have a community of like, f- like-minded readers, fellow book lovers, in order for you to start, um, you know, getting motivated and so that you will be encouraged to read more. Um, speaking of which, maybe I should open a book club, huh? So if you if you all are interested in having a book club, shout out or send me a DM on Instagram and tell me if you like a book club. <laughs> maybe that could happen. I don't know. Okay, in the future, inshallah, maybe. Um, so yeah, I think that's um, that's those are the three tips. Okay, let me recap again. The first point will be to read a book that you like and make sure that it's just a manageable size. Secondly, is to discipline yourself to set aside a few minutes of your day to read and also to bring a book everywhere you go. And last but not least, join a book club or open your own book club. I hope that is, um, hopefully those are beneficial tips for you. Um, and I hope that you guys will read more. And I think you guys can start with this, with reading this book, The Art of Reading, um, A Library of Art for Book Lovers by uh, Guinevere de Lamar. It's a really quick, fast read. And I think you guys will enjoy reading it. So go and check it out. I think you can find it at public libraries in Singapore. Um, Yeah, so I think that's about it for this week's episode on um, The Art of Reading. And um, I hope I will catch you guys in my next episode, inshallah. Have a good week ahead and 